I am now recording la... Oh, hello. Oh, I put it in the wrong blimping, blimming, blimming, blimming. Hello. <laughs> How Hi. are you? You sound... Oh, you sounded weird. I Do I still sound weird? No, you sound normal sound... now. Yeah, I pressed the wrong button on my telephone. Okay, do you want to... Um... This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Simon Kennedy Ellis. What news of the world, given that you don't have any news of the world, because you're not watching any news I of don't, the world? You know, it's the first Grand Slam tennis tournament that I have no idea what's going on since, I reckon, 1977 for me. <laughs> how, does, <laughs> how does that feel? Does it feel freeing or are you um, a bit scritchety? I don't miss it one bit. I mean, it was sport really was the reason I um, pulled the plug oh, on Oh, because it was just too much? Yeah, just because I had that feeling that um, you know, where I was just, you know, I was watching, I'd be watching football matches in the, and, and football takes a long time. And also they come thick and fast. Not that I watched or everyone, I just watched, you know, my team. And then I was just, and there was a time they lost the last time I watched. And I was just like, there was nothing fun about that. Not a thing. <laughs> And um, I mean, I think that's enough. And so I stop. And uh, yeah, I have no idea what's happening in the Australian Open. I know for sure that it will be hot and that some players are winning and some players are losing. These, these, these are, are absolutely true facts. Can I ask you a question? I love true facts. It's the false They're facts the best that I'm, I'm less sure about. Ask away. Ask away, sunshine. Ask away, beautiful man. Okay. And I don't want you to take this as a proddy or um, a deliberately uh, provocative question. Are, are, you, are, you, are you accusing me of a little being a little bit sensitive? No, 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 no. I think it's because I'm going to ask a question that might sound, because it's just emerged into my brain now. Um, so it's not something I've thought through, and I'm a little anxious that when I ask it, it, sound, it will have the, the tang of judgment attached, and I, it doesn't. Yes, the tang of judgment is, um, is an old friend, isn't it? Go, go, shoot. Okay, so it occurred to me, just as you were saying that you've given up news because of sport, something just sort of clicked into my head. When you gave up news a couple of weeks ago, that did not make me go, Scooby-Doo, it made me go, makes perfect sense. The world is quite chatty at the moment. Is and it? sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes there is value in maybe not engaging in the chat. There's been some stuff that's happened internationally, globally, that is being reported like it's happened just around the corner. And ah. while the import of it in a local, as in local to the place, is absolutely, undoubtedly of massive significance, I find myself going, not what does it have to do with me, but there are 
equally pressing and distressing narratives that we should probably be addressing at a societal level at home before we spend our time sticking our neb in other people's business. This is hilarious. I thought you were going to um, ask me a triggery question, but all you've done is give me backstory, which is because I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't, um, I had a text message from a friend the other day saying, are you watching? <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> and he said, oh, wow. He said, the tennis. And I went, oh, yes, it's on. And he said, Djokovic is playing. And I went, really? What's happening? And he said, it's close. And that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was tantalizing, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's that's the that's that's the limit. That's the limit of my um Okay. So, I was thinking when I was reflecting upon you removing news from your life, thinking about the variety of stories that are as I say, high temperature but perhaps um not necessarily something that has a direct impact. It shouldn't be oh, stealing our uh, stealing or, or um, turning our heads so far that we forget about problems that are that are more exactly more local exactly. to this country or whichever country. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And so I thought, mm -hmm, okay, so yeah, Simon removing news makes sense. Then, when you said sport was the <laughs> the trigger driver <laughs> trigger yeah that has just sent me into a little bit of a spiral oh and that's because my understanding of you is that you have often always question mark taken <laughs> joy from sport yes you have been interested in it in a way that my dad is interested yes. in it. As long and certainly, you know, being woken up in the middle of the night for All Blacks versus Springboks or whatever. And, you know, just from a very young age and being yeah. nestled in with my dad in the old brown vinyl chair. that, And, um, you know, watching the rugby in the middle of the night with him. Or tennis or whatever. Yeah. So it, it has these incredibly strong threads back to your childhood, to sense of yep. being safe, Identity. being held, being loved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Belonging, the biggies. <laughs> We've talked about at length that I don't have any any connection to this at all. It is um, a, a strange thing. I I've I lived in the house with my dad, who I like still and liked then a great <laughs> deal, but have nothing in common with. And he will watch any form of sport for hours on end. But can you imagine? I mean, obviously you know that it exists. People's relationship to sport like that. But can you imagine? Or entertain the possibility that it's um, there's pleasure in it for people. No, because of course I understand the idea that there is pleasure in it, and I also understand that there are things that I enjoy that other people don't enjoy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well. But, well answered. I think you covered all the bases anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. In, I, in I, the I, same way that. Well, no. It's like I, I will. I will get. Bob and I will watch RuPaul's Drag Race and get moderately exercised by who has been voted out because of the size of or shape of their wig. That's exercise, um, not exorcised, right? <laughs> no, it's ex well. Sometimes we need to be exorcised as a result of our exercise. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, but at the same time, I I, I then have maybe <laughs> so said I've out just loud got all to sorts of dialogue from the exorcist whizzing around in my brain now and none of it is repeatable <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, why you do this Timmy? 
Um, Your mother sucks cocks. (laughs) (laughs) So. (sighs) So, Father Damien Karras, tell me more. Okay, right. Hey, what is that Sam (laughs) Neill? No, you're in the wrong film. (laughs) That was The Omen. That oh, was the Owen three. Yeah, he didn't even make that the was first the Owen two. Three. You mean if you want to go like old school, it's Gregory Peck. Thank you, thank you. Me and Bob started to watch it the other day, and we switched, <laughs> we switched it off at the point at which Gregory Peck got the uh, got the job in the UK, and we went, oh, what a short but happy story. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to. You didn't want to persevere. Well, it was more like. I'd forgotten how much I like Lee Remick, and she comes to a very sad end in The Omen. So we just we started to watch it, and I was like, oh, isn't Lee Remick beautiful? Yeah. Oh, don't the two of them just make a lovely pet? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, they've adopted a child. Oh, he's got a job he's always wanted. Let's Switch watch RuPaul. What a lovely film. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Great film. I remember Friday the 13th being on. Um, I was private boarding, must have been fourth form, so 14. And I was home alone. Friday the 13th was on. And I crept in thinking, maybe I should watch this. And I turned it and I went, maybe I won't. And just turned it on and I couldn't. I didn't. That was, that was it. That was it. Much more, I was much more interested in masturbating, I think, at that particular point in my life. <laughs> I mean, Friday the 13th, whilst it does have uh, some good boobs in it. I didn't mean while watching. I, I did not mean while watching Friday the 13th. Parts 1, 2, or 3. We have opened a lot of brackets here, and I am I am very I lost. I know, I know. And I, I'm... I don't worry, I'll take, us, I'll take us back, but I do just have to finish <laughs> off. Uh, I watched a six-hour documentary about Friday the 13th not very long you're, ago, you're, and you're, I totally Are you tired? Because it. you're almost... It's, you're laughing, you're almost oh, incomprehensible. No. Uh, you're you're really. A, oh, I think I started more than giddy. So I've been uh, I have been working quite quite yeah. long hours. Yeah. Joy, oh, yes. the idea of the idea of watching sport bringing you joy, and you saying that that was the the yeah, the, the trigger to to wean you off news, the catalyst to wean you off news, and I f- just suddenly went, okay, now. A picture is starting to emerge that hadn't really come into focus until tonight. And that's, you have been letting go of a lot of things. Oh, how do you mean? You moved from London into another flat and you talked about Swedish death cleaning. (laughs) You know, you talked about the idea of divesting yourself of a great number of objects. We heard about you cutting up photographs and burning negatives. Oh, no. Go on. You have talked about the kind of the one in several out policy of your wardrobe. You have talked about this sense of trying to live as lightly as you can on the planet. And all of that, whilst I don't understand it on a on a lived experience level, because as you know, I, I live in a house mm-hmm. of things... But we talked about the idea of, of of you potentially stepping into this almost ascetic. It's not um, really. I mean, I think that's an exaggeration. That yes, yes. Okay, I'm 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 still with you. But but it's not minimalism. It's not minimalism because what you haven't done is you haven't curated objects of 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 
of beauty and meaning you know you you have you haven't you you said that yourself i'm not i'm not making a judgment i'm I'm repeating things that you've said to me that things you know like furniture not so important can you sit on it it does its job you know all good except for computer technology basically that's the uh yeah so just hearing you say that you have divested yourself of an a now um a marker of identity Mm. connection to history and joy just made me go okay so what's the what's the limit where's the point at which you stop before you effectively are just living a totally monastic life (sighs) and you see why i was worried that that might come across as (laughs) um a a jabby question yeah no it doesn't feel jabby at all it's um i i don't think it's it doesn't feel what the way you're describing it when you put all those things together it sounds weighty or serious or quite a big thing it doesn't feel like that and you know and the thing about sport and was you know because it wasn't because i couldn't handle the news or i was just tired of it was more that i just felt like that kind of reflex to check news throughout the day and then also i mean lil always laughs and and, although she's been a bit shocked lately because i don't know and she's telling me sports things um is that she would say how is it that you know all these things that have gone on in sport and i didn't know how i knew like even sports that i didn't follow i knew that so-and-so had won the you know US Open and golf or something. And I, I can't stand golf. I think it's a ridiculous sport. And so, you know, from that's for a long time of just going, oh, that's interesting. That person, you know, she won that tournament or whatever. But it was just occurred to me that one night watching this game. And normally I was trying to do other things at the same time because it just felt like when I'm sitting there watching, it, 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 I just felt leaden. And then also because the team I follow was not doing very well, I started going, this actually is really, it's it's frustrating and I'm not enjoying this. And um, I just thought I want to get some of that time back in order to pursue things that um, that I think are, that are more dear to me, that have more value. And then in the, in the case of sport in terms of identity and, uh, and you know, really very strong memories, I, I you know, just to be clear, those those things still exist. They don't disappear just because I stopped doing a thing now. I mean, I know that's an obvious thing to say, but it's the same with photographs. I don't think that photographs, just because they no longer exist, doesn't mean that I don't remember the photographs or that I'm now devoid completely of photographs. So I, there's something, I, I'm not getting to your question, which is the what's the limit, but I just think that there's something, maybe it, you know, maybe it is about the time of my life and you know, I don't want, don't want us to talk about midlife. <clears throat> that would be weird. I think, Hey, you know, how is it that I want to spend my time? And I definitely don't want to spend it sitting in front of a TV watch on a an illegal Russian website, doing it, watching an illegal stream of um, Liverpool playing Brighton or whatever, you know. And uh, so, yeah, and so I've just been reading a lot, lot more, reading heaps more in the last three weeks. Oh. Not that I didn't read a lot anyway. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it, it was nothing about the new, you know, I, I, I think it's important that I'm sure that when things happen, they will get to me. Okay, that's, that's, I don't know if it's helpful or if it's reassuring or, or what. I do think it, I do, th- I mean, I think there's a thing, again, I keep, you know, it's a, this is something that's important because I know that, and listeners, regular listeners will know that we're talking about our lives, but 
the hope, at least my hope, is that by us doing talking about and thinking through through things that are going on in our lives, it might make people think about their lives. And you know, there's there's I don't have any there's no secret about that to me. But there's something here, and you know, and I don't mean to be um, I don't know how to use this word. I don't I don't mean to be absurd about it. But we have a limited time on the planet. And it seems like I'd I'd want to spend it I'd wanted to spend it on things that I find valuable as opposed to frittering them away. And I felt like watching sport was frittering them away. Simple as gotcha. that. Gotcha. Okay. That's thank you. I don't. It doesn't mean I'm going to give it up. No, 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 no. No, no it's, totally, it's, you know, it's, it's a, there's a, there's a, there's something in this moment that's cleansing about it. Um, it's useful to step away. Okay. That's all. That all makes loads of sense. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks and, for asking me what could have been a tricky question. <laughs> I, I am also really aware that we're very different people because I similarly <laughs> am aware that we have a limited amount of time left on the planet. Um, but I still spent most of Saturday sleeping. Ah, you, you needed a sleep though. Yeah, I suppose because I, 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 when I woke up at about seven o'clock in the evening and said to Bob, oh, I've wasted the whole day. And she just looked at me and went, nothing is wasted if it's needed. I'm like, oh, mate, this is why I fucking love you. Mm. Do you think we human beings, do you think we spend enough time talking and thinking about mortality? Or do you think it's better not to think and talk about it? Oh, I don't think it's good to get hung up on it. But I think it's important to remember that it's a thing so that you live your life with clarity and honesty. Because there is a chance that this is the last conversation you and I will have. There sure is. There sure is. I hope it isn't. I really hope um, it isn't, because you know, um, <clears throat> there's all these there's all these words we haven't yet uh, talked about. There's that, and also just we're both too young. Do you think you tell people that you love them enough? Um, and as you get older, do you find that you love with more profligacy? Do you spend love? Like it's going out of fashion, or are you uh, such a, are you measuring your love? Getting tighter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, old um, McScrooge. Um, <laughs> I am, yeah, more profligate. I there's no question that it, it, it's uh, it's such a beautiful question because it uh, it's very clear to me that um, saying it, uh, recognizing it, uh, finding ways to um, express it. Uh, that is love is um, beautifully powerful in the way in which it um, sits in the world, if I use your kind of phrasing. No question, no question. And there's no question that I've got more as I've got older. In the last 10 years, I've become more um, willing and wanting to express that. Yeah. I've found joy in the temporary nature of love. I've, I think until relatively recently, I've thought of love as something which is cumulative and you couldn't really use the word until you'd hit a certain pitch. Aye. There was a line. Yeah, there's a line. And you once you're above it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I've put, I put this much effort into, I've had this much response from, I keep putting those stones of, 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 of intersubjective engagement in my bag and, oh, it's spilling over, now it's love. <laughs> um, and I've now started to realise that love is temporary and fleeting and joyful because of that. 
Well, in the in the same sense that life is like that, is that what you I, mean, I, or is it I, less? I think it's more that I realise that I can love somebody for a week, and then maybe I don't love them after that. But that's okay. It doesn't mean that when I was loving them, it wasn't real. Hmm. So I am currently deeply in love with my colleagues. Are you? I'm in a place of of real love for them, and I don't think it will last. I mean, I'd be delighted if it does, but I'm also not worried if it doesn't last. And I found myself two or three times this week being on the verge of saying, I love you to people and having to not <laughs> do that because, you know. You might want to, yeah, yeah. just check that thought. Just, Dig- just, bre- just hold on to that thought. Dignity yeah. at work, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so it's... Oh, this old stalky, Dr. Exactly, stalky it's like, oh, God, yeah. look at, you know. Oh. But there is this... Well, that uh, he shone brightly, didn't he, for those few months that he was with us? <laughs> and then he was asked uh, to to go into the garden and do a little work. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I I found I I think I'm <laughs> I think I've been quite surprised, and it's also allowed me to reflect back on the last place I worked, where I realised, oh yeah, I actually loved some people there. And sort of, I say loved because I'm not with them rather than because I don't care for them. And it's it's come as quite a shock to me because I think I had a tendency to believe that people devalued the word. Yes, I was just thinking as you were talking that I, <clears throat> I was in the United States in 1991. Uh, it was the first time I visited there and um, I was working at a summer camp. I was the uh, tennis instructor at the summer camp in Pennsylvania. And um, the kids, they uh, they use the word love a lot. And, um, you know, they used to sing the song, we love you, Simon, we love you too, we love you, Simon. It's so true. So, you know, da-da-da, Simon, we love you. I can't remember. That. And, I'm, and I'd just I'd listen and I'd laugh. i go, no, you don't. And uh, <laughs> and there was something about, I did think I had I had that exact same thought, which it which is that it cheapened or devalued or impoverished the word if it was thrown around the way in which I thought Americans tended to throw it around. Um, but I think I tend towards what you're saying now. But I do want to ask you, is, is, the, word, is, is the word flexible enough to, to wrap around your love for Bob and the kind of love you're describing in terms of your colleagues before they um, find out and get rid of you. <laughs> I think it is flexible enough because um, it's it's like... So, okay, if you go out after it's rained and you see a big pool of water outside of your door and you go, look at that, that's a puddle, yeah? There is no doubt that what is in that puddle is water. Is there? It's water. But at the same time, if you go to the ocean, you're still looking at water. They're both bodies of water, just of of massively different scales. But they're... they're, One might be a bit more salty than the other, but yeah. yeah. But they're effectively the same thing. Mm -hmm. If we want to stay with fresh water, I could say, if we're looking at a puddle versus, let's say, Lake water. There you go. Second largest lake in the Lake District. Or Lake Taupo. Lake Taupo for uh, our Antipodean friends. Mm. Lovely. But they're both bodies of water. They they don't, you know, they're they're wet, they're cold or warm or whatever, but they're, they're, they're the same. But they're different. And I think that's maybe how love works for me. 
that I'm recognizing that I'm, I can have puddles of love and I can have oceans of love. <laughs> and the puddles dry up really quickly. Sorry, it was just sitting there for me. You, but yeah, but no, they I, really, do. I think um... maybe the puddles do dry up really quickly. And, 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 and I think historically I felt that that made the puddles less real because they dried up. Mm. But that doesn't make the puddles less real. It just makes them transitory like we all are. Yes, we do have. It's certainly a, it's a thing, isn't it, that we, you know, love us forever. It's that that's kind of, you know, it's a it's when you're a kid and you're learning it from movies yeah. or whatever. That's very strong, that idea. But love's not forever. I mean, that is nonsense. Forever. That is a that isn't that is another true fact that the notion mm. that love is forever is nonsense. Because it's changing. It has to change because we change. So it isn't forever. It's constantly mobile and mutable. And if it wasn't, then it definitely wouldn't be forever. Because if we don't mm. change ourselves to the shape of the love that's coming towards us, if we don't change our shape to hold that, you know, that love, then we we can't capture it. And then and then it's definitely gone. So I think... Do you think it's... Do you think it's work? Oh, fuck yes. I definitely think it's work and I think it's good work. I think it's important work. But I, I do think it's important to say that I love you. I love you, Simon. And I don't think you're a puddle. I was in a uh, focus group at work. I've been involved in this focus group, mm. uh, and um, person running it. Uh, it was interesting. Used used a new word, a word that I'd never heard before, and um, used it twice quite quickly. And the word was solutionizing. <laughs> and um, and I said, to, okay, but and, you know, most people. Well, actually, people might not know this, but I'm married. Uh, the person I'm married to, uh, Lil, she's uh, she's a wordsmith. Like words are her thing. I said to her, you know, I heard a strange word today. She goes, oh, yeah, I know it. And it's a word, it's interesting. It's a word that comes from um, software development and agile working in software development, which is something you're probably familiar uh -huh. with. And they use the word, what I found interesting, as far as I could understand what Lil was saying, is that they use it when people are jumping to the solution. Meaning, rather than being in what they're doing, they are solutionizing. Oh, so they're, they're, it's 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 a it's negative. A, it's a, exactly, it's a pejorative thing. Uh -huh. But this this has been this is a such a classic university thing, which is to grab a little bit of management speak, uh -huh. and then to use it Wrong in way. the context of we need to solutionize. Yeah, we need to jump. <laughs> we need to jump to conclusions quickly. <laughs> We've got to be solutionizing when. <laughs> We need to make errors by not going through the due diligence and all the processes. <laughs> we need to be as reactive as we possibly can. Is there an opportunity? Anyway, so... Let's definitely jump on it. Is it the right one for us? No! Doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, anyway, dear listeners, if uh, any of you want to send in some of your solutionizing for midlifing, um, we'd, be happy to, we'd be happy to entertain them. <laughs> 